0: week with the par bar and your host today is dr twisted himself that's me and joining me to my right is auntie colleen auntie coco how you doing what's auntie? up what's
1: up what's up i am always well how about
0: you good and special guest on par bar tonight <laughs> coming all the way from northern san diego county southern riverside county <laughs> Ridge D. D. Chow, so- baby. Hey. richie
2: back in the house welcome hey. back i'm back
0: that. Uh, excited Vince to be here. Stuff going on, so Vinsty couldn't make it today. So I'm, I'm running the ones and twos, I guess is the way he would say. It. But, uh, <laughs> so what's so,
1: up,
2: Rich? How you doing, man? How, how's your week been? It's been a while. Yeah, man. I've been chilling up here. Um, been uh busy, really busy, and and it's just hard, you know to get everything, like, kind of, uh, I don't know, like, to time everything, and so constantly working or constantly doing family things, and and so it's just been, you know, busy. Um, kind of finally got some structure here going on, and um, even with the COVID, like, picking back up, it, you know, we've, we've managed to get a schedule got down again. The boys started school, you know, they've been in there almost now three weeks. That was crazy as hell. Um, they started at a weird time, which is, they started at, like, 7.40, but they get out at seven fourteen, exactly seven fourteen. <laughs> I don't know what's that about, but uh, you know. And then the school period is a little bit different, right? So they um, they're a little bit more uh, get out at seven fourteen, exactly seven fourteen. Not even like a like a solid number. You mean know? <laughs> so is it like a after school program that they're in? No, that's just the time they decided to let them out of school is seven fourteen at night. Oh, sorry, 714, uh, 214, 214.
0: Oh, I was like, God dang, oh, okay, good. okay. They're going yeah, to school as long
2: as I'm at work. <laughs> no, 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 my bad. Yeah, Interesting. 740 and uh, 214, yeah. So it's, it's uh...
1: Okay, that's like a yeah. number, but... Yeah,
2: yeah. It yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, And then, like, the school that they're in is, it's surrounded by, uh you know, c- gated communities. Yeah. And so there's like, it's like one way in, one way out kind of thing. It's, it's super, it's super uh congested there. Um... But anyway, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it, man. Just kind of been busy. went to the Common Kings concert a couple weeks back, or yeah. was that last week? Yeah, last week. Um, that was awesome. I've been to concert a long time. It was packed. The, right. the crowd was super diverse. There wasn't a lot to. I mean, there was Islanders out there, but there was more than just Islanders. Um, so that was awesome to see. I, I haven't seen that kind of crowd at an island like island reggae concert um, in a, like ever probably. they were like white. How was that of how was of was that venue? It was, I know the venue's cute. amazing, man. Humphreys is great. I've been there for a couple other kind of concerts. Um, this is the first one where it's like, you know, uh, a reggae concert. Um, I've been there to see like Kaylee, Rochelle. I've been there to see uh, Nora Jones, uh, Amos Lee. So a lot of like more calm.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Where you're
2: sitting down. You know, this one, everyone's up and yeah. dancing.
1: Humphreys, you know? Yeah. What's that? More intimate setting at Humphreys.
2: Yeah, but yeah, so it was a small crowd, but yeah, like I said, it was, it was, it was out there. We were we were jamming. Um, so that was fun, man. It was, it was a good time uh, to to watch that live music again. Uh, and I guess with things kind of closing down, maybe, I don't know, but I'm glad I got to get that one out, you know, because it's been a, almost two years now since I've been to like a live concert, so. I yeah, know, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, that's my tip. What about you guys? What you guys been up to? Um, well, so my
0: daughter goes back to school tomorrow. Yeah, it's all in 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 school learning right now we were getting we have the option to actually do the online schooling but when we looked at the curriculum it just sucked really bad it was worse than it's been you know for the last uh, year year and a half so we decided well we don't want to cheat her out of it. she's going into second grade so we're going to go ahead and send her to school um, and then it was irritating because we went by today they sent me an email they're supposed to have her classroom assignment and everything posted. So we went, you know, today, so we went by the school and there's nothing posted, absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, I know that they made sure they, they let us know what the rules are so we can take them up to the front gate. And then from that point on, they're on their own to find their classroom. They don't let any, sure. not letting any parents on campus at all. Mm. And, um, and, you know, down here at San Diego Unified, They made the decision to not only have masks and social distancing in class, but they're making them do it outside on the playground, too. Damn. Yeah, indoors and outdoors wearing masks. I don't know if that's going to help, but uh, I just know that the first time somebody in her class comes up positive, I'm pulling her out for a while because I don't want her to have to go through that stuff again, so... Um, but other than that, um, first practice today with Napolima Lima drumming. Oh, nice! Hi. Um, that was cool. I wasn't even planning on it, but uh, I was talking with one of the dads who was going to start today. He was real nervous and everything, so just a little bit of moral support. I walked in there and picked up a uh, tuiti and started, you know, learning everything that the guy was teaching us in the workshop. So, um, and they're they're in need. They're in need of drummers right now. So. I played around with that. I played around with the Fatete and And, uh, you know, they said they have a standing Pahu that they'll bring in for me if that's what I want. But we'll see. I, I told my I can't 100% commit because I'm working every other week. And mm-hmm. you know, I'll be off every other weekend for them. So they're, they were fine with that. So that tells me that they need the drummers. Yeah. Is, which is cool. They're willing to work with me on that. And then, we you know, with Cyan now dancing with them too. Uh, she's excited because... Papa gets the drum for her when she's dancing which is no that's cool yeah that's that's really cool so that's what I always wanted anyways but um yeah and then other than that just taking care of labor issues at work and now I'm on my off days and just trying to get stuff done man. I gotta finally get busy on my boat it'll been nice to have done last week to be out there in the bay behind that stage to see Comic King that would've
2: been yeah that would
1: awesome <laughs> yeah. The brother's been so nice for it too. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I love Humphreys.
0: What about you? What are you been up to?
1: Oh my gosh. I have been fucking eating. <laughs> All I have been doing since from last Sunday to today, I've been going strong with just eating everything in sight. Also, I, I wasn't here last week because I was celebrating uh, my mom's birthday. That's right. Uh, she's 87. So, Mummy Woods is still alive, everyone. And she has just reached 87 years.
0: So, kicking ass and kicking
1: Yes. I mean, I didn't have like a massive party or anything. I just, you know, my brother came out from Indiana. My brother, Jesse, um... And he flew out, so it was just a dinner with just my siblings and my mom. That's
0: good, though. You
1: know their kids, which is forty-five people. You know, mm-hmm. in and of itself, right? Because everybody got kids. Don't nobody sleep in my family, right? <laughs> nobody sleeps in my except for me, right? Everybody's <laughs> got fucking kids, 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 got kids. I mean, I love them all. I love all those. Fucks, Did they, but they go still, to bed,
2: but they don't sleep
1: in it? You know, nobody <laughs> sleeps. Nobody <laughs> fucking <laughs> sleeps. I'm like man, for once, for once, do I need to reward you for getting pregnant? Anyway, but uh, I do. I love them all. It's great. But no, it was fab. I I I did that and uh, was spend some good time with my sibs. And but since then, I've just been eating everything. I have. I am. I'm all sugar bloated. Do you know what that means? Like you know, when you, I don't know, Matt. It's it's fucked up. <laughs> Outside of that, it's been okay. Um, just, working and trying to get some shit done. But, oh, my gosh. Even today, I've... What's what's
2: sugar bloated?
1: I just feel when I have too much sugar in my body, my body feels like... It
0: retains it all and just...
1: Yeah, like on a very hot day where you just feel like a chorizo's puck puck. You know what I mean? (laughs) And... You just feel tight and just and your up. foot, like you could see your foot is like yabba dabba do <laughs> you're all whoa. I cannot put this foot in a pump right now. There's no way or I'm gonna be looking like this foot kind of like just put flats on. Okay. Looking like miniature <laughs> banana
0: bread in a pot.
2: <laughs> I've never heard that terminology, uh, uh sugar bloated. <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's it is kind of a thing, but for me personally like I noticed if I have an overabundance of sugar cuz I cut sugar out for 2 years and I was, you know, feeling so much better, but I'm I'm a junkie man. I love candy and chocolate and chips and all that stuff. So if I'm left alone, that's really all I eat, right? Like I eat like I can afford it, like I'm in my 20s or some shit. You know, I'm like, yes, ah, so I'll just have some Doritos and then I'll go to work in 45 minutes. You, you eat know? like a latchkey kid. I do, <laughs> and I, because I was a latchkey kid, I am a latchkey kid. I will be <laughs> one forever. I still am, going home by myself with a key. But anyway, latchkey
0: kids are the most independent people when they get to be adults.
1: You know, we are, we are. That's why. But you know, sometimes not so much. But it is. If I have too much sugar my body does feel tight and bloated and my face gets really puffy. Mm. It's almost like there's just, you know, because there's no water going on. There's what? There's candy and chips and liquor, you know? Booze, and that's it.
0: Sounds was like a fun night. Oh
1: my gosh. For days and days and days upon days. And I think as I'm eating each one, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, enjoy the rest of today because tomorrow's shit is going to change. And you know what's going to change? I'm going to eat six chocolates instead of five. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm going for it. If I'm already there, you know, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm already here. I'm going to eat it. But you know, that's not the way to think either. So I do, you know, I get really puffy and ucky. I noticed a difference. I did write like a short little blog about just stopping sugar for five days Uh which I did it wasn't like oh my god I have abs (laughs) I mean no it was just (laughs) like things were just not as super you know they weren't like excruciatingly tight they were just tight right but yeah I do notice a difference when I'm off the sugar so I I need to break up with it again but the more important thing was that I celebrated my mom's birthday and uh yeah, that that's 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 how my week is going so far. I'm already um weekend. It's crazy
2: that you mentioned like uh, kind of like dieting, because I just two weeks ago, I just cut out um, beef, pork and chicken. So I'm only doing um, fish again. So just fish.
1: Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I feel way better. Um, For real. Way, way better. I've done this diet before and it's I love the diet. But it's like the first, the first week is like super rough because I'm always hungry. So I'm like constantly like st- stuffing my face with like lettuce or like fucking
1: anything. Um yeah, good. peanut
2: butter just to like just so I can get be full. Um yeah. but yeah, so uh yeah, this is this is week two, or I'm just passing up week two and uh man, I feel I feel pretty good. So. I'll
1: be joining you tomorrow. Well, you know, cause I already had a bunch of chocolate before I came over here. That's why I'm all lethargic and shit. Like, oh my, it, it really does like sugar high and then you pass out for a while and you're like, Oh, all groggy, but I'll be joining you this week. So I gotta, I gotta clear that shit out. I was even so desperate. I bought a detox tea. <laughs> uh huh. The green box. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that shit will clean you. Out. I'm like, oh my
1: gosh, I do need to do something. Take my vitamins and just kind of get back on it. So it was, it was pretty bad. Seven days straight of just like this. Oh my! <laughs> that God. noise is sure <laughs> in my mouth.
0: That was like me in alcohol, but it was alcohol, not sugar. That was oof.
1: Hey, some alcohol is sugar too. I know. Stop
2: bragging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're listening to the bar Bar here on uh, Island City, where the beach meets the streets. Yes. And we are back here in the bar with Anticoco and Rich D. Oh, Vince tees up, yeah, the thing. I think he's training squirrels to roll over for the circus or something. <laughs> um, did you, Rich, did you get a chance to listen to the replay from last week's show? We had Uncle Mario on. I didn't. I did not. No,
2: it was a busy week at work. So
1: Ooh, um, Recap of Uncle Mario.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of an impromptu. Um, he was at the neighbor's house behind my house, uh, visiting and he called just as we were setting up, uh, and he wanted me to go up there and drink with them. <laughs> and I told him well, we were getting ready to actually do par bar right now. So, okay, well, you know, me and Auntie Jojo, we'll just stop by to say bye on the way up. Well, in typical par bar fashion, we went ahead and we had a mic stand set up for him and he didn't hesitate on jumping on. And, you know, he's, his passion lies behind that sacrament, um, the building of the sacrament, uh, what it means to the culture, what it means to the future generations, and the mathematics that they found embedded into that, uh, into the sacrament. And so he was talking about that. Uh, he talked about some of the obstacles that he met when he went to Guam with it. Um, what he was actually told by... Somebody there, you know what, Mario? You know what the best thing we could do with that canoe? We could send it out in the middle of the water, light it on fire and sink it. <laughs> he was like, wow, so.
1: That's mean. Yeah,
0: so that, it doesn't sit in Guam. He has a sitting in Saipan where it's safe and free of threat, free of harm. Um, but I, I, we did talk about some of the, uh, some of the things that he has lined up coming up in the future with the Sacman, And one of the big things is through the 500 sales at UCSD, UC Irvine, and University of Hawaii. He was picked. Um, I guess the UC colleges decide they're going to do a study on indigenous people and indigenous arts and science. And the SACMAN and Uncle Mario were actually chosen to be the representative for Guam. Oh, wow. So he's going to be working with a couple groups and um, the the focus on this particular uh, project isn't going to be so much the building of a canoe, but the propulsion system, which is the sail. Um, Because there's different designs to the sails. There's the mathematics that go behind it and the reasoning behind whatever particular design (coughs) certain people or certain island have for their sail. You know, what were the trials, you know, what were the issues that they had until they got to the final design that they actually used, right? Um, So, they're going to go into that. He's excited because the work area that they gave him, um, it's right next to the brand new trolley station that goes through UCSD campus. Mm, Yeah. Big windows. So, people getting off or on the trolley, they can actually see them in there working Hmm. to spark the curiosity. Um, He's working on actually getting it to where it's open to, not just UC students, but anybody who wants to come down or go down and help and be part of the project itself, Um, he's working on getting that approved. And of course, he's also working on getting Parbar to be a big part of it, whether it's us going down there and doing a show from the UCSD campus or just doing coverage and some maybe some videos and posting videos of the process and some of the the lectures that are gonna be going on, um, you know, to help promote this. And along with that, he's also gonna be doing a project with the Kumeyaay Nation, which is the indigenous people, the Native Americans here in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Been working on something with them and they've got something coming up here and he will make more announcements as more information comes in. And I told him, yeah, we'll have no problem sharing that, you know, because like, like Vince T said, you know, he's kind of that bridge between, or within the culture itself, right? Because of what he brings to the table with the, the history, um, the Sackman and his language, you know, he speaks the language, he sings the language, he eats the language, everything. And um, his passion behind the art and the mathematics and the building of the, the Sackman canoe, um, you know how it was a lost it was a lost trade and lost art and he was able to discover something that got him to the point where he has what we have today which is the actual Sackman canoe and then uh, yeah with well, that that project he said that he's going to be doing with the Kumeyaay they're going to actually be building canoes and the artwork is going to be a blend of the uh, Mariana Island and in kind of blend into the Kumeyaay Nation because it's a it's representative of two groups of indigenous people that when you look at the history of the people, it pretty much runs hand in hand. They're both colonized. They had their language, their land, everything taken from them. You know, so there's a lot more in common than what most people know or think. And he wants to yeah. help yeah. with the Kumeyaay <clears throat> to bring that out, which is cool. I think you were there, Rich, when we did the, they did the blessing of the sacrament. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was huge because they actually felt that he was going to be asking for money to do that. He wanted no money for it. All he wanted was their blessing. Wow. And they were more than happy to come down and, and do that. And it was neat because we had the kids down there. They got to be a part of it. They got to witness it. He had some kids on the boat itself when he came in and they beached um, up on Spanish landing and got the blessing from the Kumagai Chiefs. So But um, yeah, Uh, we actually, Friday night, we did a dinner at his house and we had some of the kids there. I went Instagram live with it where he was telling the story of the sacrament Uh, because stuff like that to me, I think we need to document it, um, especially with video, because there's not really anything out there with the tale or the story of the sacrament that's Mm -hmm. been recorded to be documented. And I think it's going to be important down the road with the younger generations to have something like that as proof. Um, so yeah I, I you know me being the history buff that I am anyways I'm really uh, big on on recording him so I did I took some video uh, we got a couple other phones going that we took some video on but we also want to get him in another setting with more people where he could really go into detail and not have to not so much dummy it down but he had to simplify because it was little kids that were listening.
1: I think it would be awesome to have something like that because, you know, it's educational, not just for the kids, but even for adults, even for myself, like to get a series of that and really share that education. People want to know that. And how awesome would that be to have that out there and published and shared and, you know, listened to even just from our own. but. As I like said, that idea. I like
0: you know, it a lot. In school, you learn about all the, the names of the ships that brought the Spanish and Portuguese soldiers over.
1: The Santa Maria.
0: Right? The Pinta. And <laughs> the Pinta. Uh, right?
1: What's the other one? I
0: have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the thing, that, that the point that he's making is that, okay, you learn that history of how those people got to the island. But what's the history of the your people
1: the people that. that were there already yeah. when they got to that yeah. island. How
0: did your people get there, right? Yeah. So that's one of the big things that he really wants to explore and put out there and educate people.
1: I want to educate. I want to educate. I'm going to get educated on that. I would love to hear that even more. See how I don't even know. I don't even know my own shit. You see.
0: Build a tiny home now.
1: That's right. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's almost time to schedule an open house for that, okay? Ooh. I'm just saying the cantina window is it's on and the roof is on. It's it's looking good. I'm actually gonna be shopping to dress up the inside. So maybe we can have an on location and check it out. I mean, hopefully it'll still be there because this one is sold, but you know, and we already have a pre-order for a new one. So C Contact us for questions. Shave club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, man.
2: So we were talking a little bit before the show on the gas tax, the one that we have here proposed for California, correct? Yes. The, the tax, I need to know more about
1: the gas tax. Yeah. Tell me. So tell me about the, and why is it? Chris, just, did you want to break this one down? Could you just uh, give me a cliff note version?
0: So it's it's a tax per mile that they're proposing to to implement on. Taxpayers here in California. Um right now there's already a two cent tax. This would be another two cent tax. Two cent per mile, which actually comes out to four cents a mile that they would tax people.
1: Wait, wait, wait. A mile on what? Like
0: driving your vehicle. So they would they would So tax we're gonna have to mile.
1: pay to drive our vehicle yeah, now?
0: By mile. Isn't that insane. How do
1: they how do? what do they how do they know? Like how do they know where we're going? What do you mean? We have to like fill out a card That's or something? The, that right there,
0: I don't I don't know how they're gonna track that. Really don't. Um, I'd have to actually read down, read into that more, and see how they were going. They're actually going
2: to track that. Well, probably when we report it for like also, uh, back the end of the year. Yeah. Well,
1: a lot of entrepreneurs will probably do that sort of thing because their mileage is part of their income, like part of their taxes, right? To help them. But what if we're just back? You know, if I went back to work. I would have to, what, track like my mileage to, to get from. to and from work and anything else that I was doing. Yeah. And then what is that? Part of your taxes? Like...
0: T- it would have, Like Rich said, it would have to be. That would be what you would have to report, I guess, at the end of the year, and then you would pay the tax. Oh.
2: There. I'll uh, break it down a little bit. Um, this is on KTVN.com. Uh, California lawmakers are considering a per-tax, per-mile tax. Per mile tax. It would raise money for roads and bridges by replacing the state gas tax with a fee based on miles you drive. <clears throat> Carmen Smith is one of the many Southern Californians who drive a hybrid or electric car. Most whom paid, most of whom paid more for their cars than they would have otherwise to get that better mileage. Now the California legislator is looking at a voluntary program, a voluntary program maybe, but that's how it always starts, right? Voluntarily. And then it's a mandate mandate um that would eliminate the state's gas tax, which currently stands at 52.9 cents per gallon second highest in the nation uh, behind New York it's instead of Institute of vehicle miles tax travel tax, a VMT, the idea is that tax people per mile they drive're oh. um, they
1: gonna tax us per mile that we drive at the end of the year, then are they going to give us free gas for that? <laughs> so I'm going to have to pay for that, right? I'm going to have to pay for the gas in my car, and then I'm going to have to pay for every mile that I drive that car. But if we're all going to have to do that and we all have to pay some kind of tax, then we shouldn't have to pay for the fucking gas. Right. Because then it's then it's no big deal. Then it's like, go fill up your car because you're going to have to pay for this anyway. Right. Because, you know that that's the you need the gas to so, clock those miles. So you're so gonna, they had this you
2: know, uh the whole idea I think behind it right was initially they wanted California to go green. So they want you to buy those electric vehicles, right? right? Yeah. You'll get you'll get these Don't you'll you get these uh, <laughs> tax breaks, right? Well, they start realizing like Californians are like, okay, cool. We'll start getting these vehicles. Okay, we're they start doing it once you have like what 30 percent of your. Um, your population now in uh, electric vehicles they're realizing that the gas tax isn't making the revenue uh, anymore so now they're like okay well how are we going to do this (sighs) okay well we'll move the gas tax and then we'll just attack on a, a per miles tax which is ridiculous
1: that's it's, completely
2: it's crazy. ridiculous. Well, well,
0: it's ridiculous, especially coming after they just raised the taxes on the gas again. They raised the DMV fees, and all that was supposed <laughs> to go towards road, road improvements.
1: What happened to all the money before all the road improvements, all the half-assed road improvements that they're doing and that they're not doing? I mean, yeah. California pays a lot of taxes. We even have oh, taxes on, on SUVs that we don't really need that nobody else pays except for California. I mean, it's very expensive. Expensive to live here and all of that other shit like they're, we shouldn't have to pay anything more for these fucking roads and I think that's ridiculous that they're going to give us a mileage tax which means they're going to maybe even leverage the the mechanisms in our, our vehicles to kind of do right. some sort of tracking although I do still think that that's an invasion of privacy right I don't think that they can actually do that they can see how much you're driving but of that I could say that you know, oh, well, I only drove two miles of that for work or for anything. I mean, everybody could lie and just say like, I'm not going anywhere. A lot of it would be believable because a lot of people are going to be working from home now. But I mean, that's, mentioned this not too long ago and you said get ready for something and I really thought you were just talking about okay the price of gas is going to go up again like I don't fucking know how much a gallon of gas is I need the gas I'm going to go get it it's expensive that's what I hear that's great it is but the per mile I I think that's going to take a very long time for them to implement unless they're already unless they already have planned well it's already in the process
2: of being voted on so
1: um, oh my gosh well, yeah. No. Why would you want it? Why would anybody? And how did this make it? How did this make it all the way to it? It could be voted on. It's what happens when you're not woke. <laughs> yeah. No, you know it's the.
0: Um, no. You know it. <laughs> it's and what it kind
1: of depending on the person. It's kind of it's <laughs>
0: depending on the person. It's kind of the perfect segue into something else that we want to talk about, and that's the recall of California Governor uh, Newsom.
1: Right? Yes. Bye, bitch. Yeah. Um,
0: Sorry. You know that they're... For saying that. They're saying that the the leading candidate right now um, on the opposition side, which would be the Republican Party, is Larry Elder. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know Larry Elder. He's a uh-huh. radio show host. He's a strong Republican. He's really against uh, labor. He's against the minimum wage. He wants to take away the minimum wage. He said it several times and... and uh you know but what What do we do So it's going to be what? Do the recall You have somebody come in They're in for what is it a year And then they have The the whole campaign For governor of California All over again And uh, we'll See who we end up getting in But I mean right now When you look at What's been happening It doesn't matter What governor is in that seat What person's in the seat Of governor of California it Seems like we get screwed No matter what Right
1: what is the name of that person? Oh, Richard, you brought him up and I can't remember his
2: name. Which one? The Pariff? Kevin Pariff?
1: I think so. The Democrat? Speaking, of, young speaking kid? of the candidates and having to run. Yes, I think you were talking about some young candidate that was gaining uh, uh, some momentum. momentum. Yeah. yeah,
2: he was. Uh, it's Kevin Pariff. Uh, Pariff? So I'm not saying his last name right. Uh, but he's a 29-year-old 29, 29 YouTube uh, millionaire uh, Democrat. Uh, but he's really like, an, at least from what he, you know, when he talks, he seems like an old school Democrat. Um, more like a s- centered um, person, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, if yeah, I'm not sure w- which way you would go on this one, but uh, you know, that's the thing is like you have so many candidates in there. You have like 46 people running.
0: Right. Everybody,
2: 46, something you. like that. That's, so, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean I haven't even seen a debate yet You know like people can talk through their talking points and I, That's what I would like to see but
0: I saw, uh, saw one debate it was uh, Kevin Faulkner. Yeah Faulkner, San Diego Former San Diego mayor uh, John Cox who's I think Former county advisor or something For San Diego and then Some younger cat It might have been the one that you're talking about Rich So it was only yeah. But it was only those three
1: hmm.
0: It was only those three okay. that they were having this debate with. um And actually, I thought between Faulkner and Cox, they had some really good points. Um, What they envision, what they want to do. You know, obviously, Cox is talking about driving down taxes, cost of housing, um, you know, the gas, everything. Because Californians are just taking it in the shorts on a a regular. Right. You know, how, how do you get there, though? That's the thing, you know. Like, I'm not a politician, man. And I'm definitely not a financial wizard or anything or an economist but how the hell do you get there when we are where we are now how do you turn that table to get us in a place where people that live here can afford to live here again because it's not going to happen overnight
2: right? yeah happen. I mean there's just I think there's just a lot man a lot to like unravel and peel until you know like you know the housing crisis you have out there you have um, middle class is just struggling you know mm-hmm. Uh, here in California, we have, we have droughts and wildfires we have to, to kind of address as well. And it, it's crazy because we're, we're taxed so much, but yet I feel like anything that's middle-class and lower does never sees where that money comes from and never see or where that money goes, goes to, right? Yeah. We never see too many, too many buildings go up in our areas. We don't see any kind of infrastructure roads fixed very often in our areas. Um, but if you go into La Jolla, you know, those areas are fixed up. They look nice. They look great. Looks like our taxes were not really were are working for them. You know, like but if you go to Southeast San Diego, it doesn't look like our taxes are working for us. I don't know. Like our weeds on, on the roads are like like eight feet tall and they've been, you know, dried out for like ever. Right. Uh, there's graffiti everywhere, homeless everywhere. And so something's not working for sure. That's what we do know. Something's not working.
1: Yeah. No, it's um, not spanning across to all of the areas as as it should. Yeah, with with, then, with the money that's coming into the state. But with with what right. you said though, too rich, like
0: you kind of have to take a look at the local government though too, right? Yes. So when you oh yeah at, for sure when you look at a representative for a district, right? If that district is exactly how you describe, which it is, you know the roads are just trash. You drive down the road and you it's like if you have a filling in your mouth or a cup of coffee, man, you're. You're spilling it or your feelings yeah. gonna fall out right mm. same thing weeds homeless graffiti just run down shit and all this money that's supposed to be coming in where is it going well what's that district representative doing what's the city the city representatives doing to get right. that money into those areas you know to where to are to-
1: their calibration meetings happening yeah. how are they collaborating and talking about what's happening or what's not happening in this neighborhood or that, you know, right. especially if there is supposed to be some sort of allocation of funds to each of these areas, regions or wherever or however they have it organized. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening between the trickle down effect to where everybody does get all of their budget numbers? What's happening in those negotiations or in those conversations and in those meetings with those people when when that money gets passed? Let's just say theoretically yeah. that each, you know, city or each town that has a mayor, okay, even, right, or mm-hmm. whatever, and each of these spots gets X amount of dollars. Like, obviously, that happens. It happens mm-hmm. somewhere. There's an exchange. I'm going to get real elementary. But there really is some sort of financial exchange for the these areas. So what's oh, yeah. happening in between that? when that exchange is happening, uh, to go out and do that. And once that happens, does anything change? Do people change their minds and kind of go, well, we're going to do this with it now instead? And can you do that? Because, you know, for many years, we've seen things under construction, you know, like like you said, in, in some of the neighborhoods where we see those blockers up, And they've been up there for years, you know, the partitions and the square oranges, orange squares with like, you know, the guy with the shovel and be careful and all that shit, you know, and it's like, this has been here for a really long time. But why? Why is it still being worked on? like driving to LA? Why is it still being, why is it still a three lane freeway (laughs) from, you know, the Citadel shopping mall down to Tustin? Why? Why is that, why is it still like that? I mean, and that's just LA, but even our own town, why are some of these potholes still there? Why is there a fucking pothole in the parking lot of the Chevron where Karina's is on East Street and the 805 (laughs) to get out? Why is that so big? There's cops all over there. They don't see that. They just drive around that and then not tell each other in the city. Anyway. That
0: is a big, yeah.
1: It's huge, right? (laughs) Yeah. You have to go super slow on that thing. And it's... I mean, if you're not paying attention and your car is low... Because one of my other cars is much lower than this one. And you got to be really careful. I drive around it because... My gosh, but anyway, those are the things. Like how how where where is that happening? What what's happening that we're not seeing some of that yeah, where or the, that there where isn't are these funds some sort being allocated of list to of what's happening and where. South yeah. of San Diego, we're going to do this. Chula Vista, we're going to do this. And even if it is, okay, this is going to happen in 2022 and a half. Like before the year end 2023, you know, the road over here on Hamishaw Road or whatever is going to be fixed. Right. Okay, great. Great. That's cool. It doesn't need to happen tomorrow, but I need to know yeah. that it's in the queue. And if it's not, and it never will be...
0: The end of 2023 comes, and that shit's still full of potholes. Is we
1: can't question. treat it all... Yeah, we can't treat it all like the uh, like the whole state of California is like that, okay. because it isn't. So somebody is not managing something right, or, you know, I
2: don't I mean, know. That's, and that's what I think it is. It's really, for California, it's, it's poor management, man. It's just like... We make too much money in California for, like, to have, I would say, middle class, lower class areas just struggling and, and hurting that bad. Yeah. You know, like, dude, I that's what this, I imagine.
0: If we were living, like, in Detroit or places like down in the South, Mississippi or something, where the incomes are low, the jobs are scarce,
1: and they don't have an, as much resources.
0: Yeah. yeah, they don't. So they don't have a lot of income into the state itself or workers to pay taxes. I would expect this. Right, but there's, I mean, shit. The
2: the the middle class. We're the fifth. We're the fifth biggest economy in the world. Yeah.
1: How is right? it? How are we having so in many the, people in the world, up on Forty Third Street
0: on I mean, the mound it's, it's of the freeway? You got Dubai. <laughs> we're number
2: five. Yeah. I don't even know if Dubai is even on that list. We're number five in the world. It's crazy. <laughs> it's Dude, just fucking insane. That's why I'm I'm like, I'm like man. There has to be there has to be some kind of change. What what happens when that changes? And and it is, is you know removing minimum wage the answer? I don't. I mean I don't know. I don't no, think it's so. Not the answer um,
1: because then right. Like, you're just I don't getting, think so. But no, no. The answer is you know how to make. It's definitely not raising. It's definitely
2: not putting. It's definitely not putting twenty dollars or fifteen, seventeen dollars at the minimum wage. No. When you're having, when you're having um, you know.
1: People when you rest have a on that when you amount have wh- of money, and that's why. Oh, I don't make enough because this is the only job I have. I'm not saying that people aren't trying, but you make it too yeah. easy, and then they just get comfortable with that. Those jobs, those minimum wage jobs, theoretically, and this is, you know, now I'm fully dating myself, and this is just my own philosophy of how the generation I come from, but, you know, those jobs are meant for us as springboards to learn how to do shit. You know, you go and you work at... McDonald's or 7-Eleven with your friends when you get that, you know, that age where you can all have, like, four hours job and you just think it's so exciting to get your paycheck because you're going to go out and buy your own pair of Jordans or something. Do you know what I mean? And it's not meant for you to, like, okay, this is the only job I'm going to have. And However on the other side of that, there are people that don't want to have those jobs and there are people that really want a job. Any kind of job, they don't have a whole lot of skill, they don't have a whole lot of education, that's okay. So there's a fine line, but I mean, if we're just going to up that so that people can afford to live here, well, what else are we doing then? Are we, are, are the people who are getting those jobs trying to do anything harder, getting that higher education right. or, or something else that might be required to get ahead? Because it's not hard to get a job. It's really right. not that hard to get a job. A career is a totally different thing, you know, Uh, but a job is very easy to get. So for us to say that that's the issue um, so that people can start living here again. No, it's actually not. It's kind of managing what we have here and what's available to us. Like you said, some of those other states, you know, that don't, that are in rural part of their own state. You know, they don't have uh, a 7-Eleven on the street down the corner or to do any of those things. That's a job. But do you know what I mean? Like we have too many things going on here and people coming here and visiting here and dumping money. Sounds COVID time, but into these nice hotels that we stay in, you know, to come visit this place. There's plenty of money going on here. Let's just, I I, I don't know. I I don't think that that's the answer.
2: like building more houses, affordable housing, uh, you know, keeping them maybe all right, keep the minimum wage wherever it's at, like fifteen dollars. I just think it's weird that like someone works at McDonalds and makes the same as like a, a paramedic. You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, so that's like
1: Still are not paid enough. I'm sorry. I know the athletes make millions of dollars, yeah. but what about the people who fucking taught them? Those yeah, are the yeah. people who are under stress. These people over here taking knees and Bentleys and shit like that. So like- if you
0: look at if you look at the demographics now, when it comes to these these minimum wage jobs, right? Let's, let's talk fast food. Let's just let's use fast food as a perfect example back in the day you walk in a fast food your high school buddies were working at a McDonald's or a Jack and a Bob you know and they were hooking you up it was oh, fun you, yeah you know and, and it was it was that springboard job yes it was never meant to be a fucking career this is the job you get because mom and dad say hey you better to get yourself a job you know if you wanna buy them Jordans you wanna buy those name brand Levi's and yeah. the Tupskins you need to get yourself a job so you go out and you do that but when you look at the demographic now of the people that hold those jobs it's not so much the high school kids anymore. mm Right. It's middle-aged to older women Yep. whose husband is working a job as a landscaper or in construction.
1: Ethnic and, women.
0: Right? And, and even with the income that he's bringing in it's not enough for them to get by. So now mama has to go outside the house and work and what skills does she have? Well She doesn't really have any other skills besides cleaning or cooking because she's domesticated and that's all she knows. And if she can't get a job cleaning rooms at a hotel or with a cleaning service, she's going to go to fast food because there she can learn
1: something.
0: and she doesn't necessarily have to speak English Mm -hmm. and they get there and, and, and that's the job that's helping them to feed their families. And because of that. You have these people that say, well, how can they live on that wage? Correct. We need to increase the num- the amount of minimum wage. No, we don't. I appreciate the gesture, but the outcome down the road, it's going to hurt everybody. Else. We-, we get screwed enough as it is with taxes. And now because we're going to increase minimum wage over here because they want to use that job as their career, we have to pay even more, and when you walk in there now, a burger that used to cost you two fifty now costs you five fifty.
1: Yeah, so expensive. Yeah, and hey, that's not to take away from the people who actually have made some of these fast food restaurants their careers. I mean, that's different. You know, there are people. Well, if you're moving your who, way up the rank in the management, you know, that's and, different. And, and, right? Yeah, but, but I get what you're saying, and that's the fine line that I'm talking about, right? Like, you, you, some people don't have those skills to go out and do anything, so so they're gonna because they need those jobs, they want those jobs. Now our lazy ass kids don't want to do anything because they don't need to get a job because they don't want to. Yeah. Because they can be influencer.
2: Well, so with that <laughs> being said, man, um, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at the list. And so when we talk about what I, I think once again, we'll go back to the governor race. I, I'm, I'm for Newsom out. I'm not sure yes. how far right you move. Um, but I think it'd be nice to have some kind of like balance here. A little bit, of lo- some, you know, some red tape cutoffs from like small businesses and, and like builders, home builders, for example, you know, like if you want to start a, a business, you know, you shouldn't have to go through all this red tape and regulations and, and taxes and fees just to start a business as, as like a, a small individual, man. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's only in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a, good, a good example is is with Island City Gaming, which we've we've started. Our address is in Utah. You know, like we're using an ad. It was 75 bucks to start it up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And we're done and,
0: and it makes sense to have to do something or to do something like that
2: yeah here it, it was like happen. it was like 250 just to start it was like what the fuck just to start 75 bucks <laughs> utah we're done yeah utah. and it's because we give it because we you know uh one of the uh the buddies who are the co-founders or that's where he's at and so we used his address because it was just smarter to, to start you know sure. start out there um but uh yeah man i i hope something happens good for California. Um, and where we find some kind of balance and we get some some, uh, some breaks here because the middle class, I, I truly feel like, I feel like we have three tiers of middle class in California, which is lower middle class, middle middle class, and then upper middle class, yeah. right? And then even like, if you're saying what is upper middle class, I would even say that's combined income. Your combined yeah. income in a household is like 150 yeah. and you're still in a middle class. We would, like you move almost anywhere out aside of like California, New York, and maybe Florida, Mm-hmm. you are balling you're balling you're you're out of like out of control yeah here man. we're like shit man can I gas my car this week or should I try to should I call <laughs> it sick Thursday crazy, so I can get all paid on right? Friday they have you know, found right? a
0: way to push the middle class out to where you have the wealthy and you have the poor
2: oh right? man it's and gonna be like always, freaking Cuba bro
0: yeah and that's always <laughs> been the fight oh my for balance. No you change. have to keep yeah. the middle class the middle class built this country
1: Yes, oh, yeah, and the sure. middle class is the one that works you, the yeah, hardest. When you look
0: at the middle class, it's the blue-collar jobs. The blue-collar jobs are the ones, the tradesmen, the craftspeople that have gone, and they build the house, they build the hire, they build the cars, they do roads, everything. They built this country, and now yeah. you want to drive that wedge in and push them out, you know, because you're absolutely right. My amount of income, and I, we're single income here, my amount of income, I fall into that class. But with just my income alone, I could take it up north Out of state And like you said I'd be balling up there The type of house, the size of the lot I could buy up there Lifestyle up there I'd be yeah. balling up there you right. know? I could move across the border to TJ And I could live like a king down there And, and, and the crazy thing
2: is like Californians for the most part don't mind being taxed We understand We've grown up into the society where we, we can be taxed The, the part that's struggling And make it, makes it hard is they keep taxing and they keep increasing and they and it's not like our jobs are paying us higher. You know what I mean? Like, our jobs are paying us the same as they were like 10 years ago for the most part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what I was saying I mean, earlier today. You get taxed and they increase the tax. Everything's going up when you but you go your And you're asking for a raise, your employers can't afford to give you the raise. And so you're still making the same amount and getting taxed even more. And right. it's just ridiculous to where now, you know, $150,000 a year of income isn't gonna be considered middle class anymore. You're gonna fall you're just just above the poverty line with
2: hundred and fifty thousand a year, you know.
1: It's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah.
2: But you know, enough enough of that depression. <laughs> let's let's jump into uh Coco's freak of the week.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> well it's pretty interesting. This freak of the week is about a boy named Sue. And as in, as in, sue your parents, okay? And I use Boy name Sue because you know I love Johnny Cash. But anyway, some fool called David Working, aged 42. He's probably 43 by now. Sued his parents, Beth and Paul, okay? Because he got all hot and bothered that they threw out his porn collection. <laughs> what? <laughs> so this fool, yes, he was married for forever. <laughs> He got a divorce probably like in 2016 from his wife. And he moved into his parents' basement in Michigan. Did I say Michigan already? Yeah. And uh, and they told him, you know, don't be bringing that shit up in here. If we find it, we're going to throw it out. So apparently, David Working has been working, working. his shit you know, by himself for many long years, for a many long time. David, what are you doing in your room? (laughs) Nothing, Mom. (coughs) (laughs) Nothing. I'm just taking care of myself. And uh, and thousands of titles and an array of toys. Like they use the word array in the article of toys and shit like that. But the thing that was funny to me was that This collection also consisted of some VHS tapes to which he called his prized possessions the real true classics. Like, I don't even know how you would put value on a VHS or even a DVD at this point, you know? (laughs) But, you know, but then... So anyway, he called them his prized possessions and he fucking sued his parents. He said that this collection that he has had, and and I'm not even kidding. I wish I could find it right now. I was looking for it earlier, but they had like a snapshot of his list. And it looked like those old, like, Epson Daisy Will printers, you know, that were so and, it, you know, it just looked like one of those printouts yeah. of like an actual type that came out of a word processor or something. And um, it was like 975. Like the, he had thousands of videos oh, and all of this shit. And they, they threw it out and they left him this note about how <laughs> the dad had said that he just did him a huge favor by throwing this out. That, you know, by throwing out his crap and that they, they did it for his mental and emotional health. You know, because of all of the smutty magazines. And the dad said he would have done the same thing if it was cracked cocaine. He would have thrown that out. But the attacker. Could
0: blind, son.
1: He valued it at nearly $30,000. So David Jerking, <laughs> David Jerking with last name working, what rhymes with working, <laughs> this fucking creep. And he fucking won. What? <laughs> <Day> one, <laughs> because the judge said that he. One, because his parents, uh, what did they call it? Damaging personal property. But not only did they damage the personal property, they admitted to it. So I guess he has always had a thing with porn and his parents are like, you need to live like a decent life. Like what the hell is wrong with you? And they even kept some in a safety deposit box because they thought that some of the shit that he had was illegal. So how would they know that if they didn't fucking watch everything? (laughs) How do you know they didn't watch that shit? (laughs) Oh, these ones are going to be illegal. So let's put these in the same box. That has to be
2: illegal, right? For
1: David's safety and his emotional stability. He was awarded $75,000 that his parents have to pay him.
0: Does he still get to live in their basement?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know, man. I don't know. But 15000 of that was in t- for his attorney. So, I mean, can you imagine? Like, this is personal property. doesn't really matter what the property is. Well, I guess you're right about that. But the fact that we know that it's his pornography collection is kind of creepy. Well, you know, I mean, how do you sue your parents for one and then you sue them over that? When well, you
0: know, he can never go to a family reunion ever again. <laughs> Nobody will want to shake his hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Or like, what are, what are you watching? What are we going to watch right now? You know what? I'm good. I don't need to watch any Damn. movies over here. Yes, David Working is our Freak of the Week. The winner of Damn. the case of suing his fucking parents and winning because they threw out his freaking porn collection.
2: That's awesome.
1: It is fucking gross, eh? Okay?
2: I wonder, I wonder if the judge was like, oh yeah, I understand that pain. That's why, that's why I'm ruling in his favor. Well, the, judge is like, the judge is like, looking at the list of titles.
1: What? He had uh, that, that Right?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Damaging personal property. <laughs> that's it, right? I mean, Dave has been damaging his personal property for a very long yeah, time. Like, okay? yeah, that's, and this that's a judge, classic. right. That's you're before right.
0: razors and wax.
1: Hmm. Oh, man. Well, Jesus. you know... You did damage his property. The kid's forty three years old. He's 43. and he's living in his parents' basement. I guess he was married for like ten years, and the mom was like, "This is probably what caused your divorce," you know. <laughs> and then the dad was like, or then and then he was telling his dad, "Well, you know, you can watch all of that on the internet now, and you probably need it, you know, living with mom, and that's why I had to resort to porn because I guess the ex wife was like holding out, yeah, horrible to him or whatever. But I mean. I don't know. I just found that to be so awful. Like, this is what people are wasting their time on, is suing them for throwing away his... That's awesome. ...his his shit. Like, oh, my God, really? That is your prized possession? Okay. I mean, A, depending on the person. Depending on the person. I'll never, ever forget that. Whatever floats their boat, right? (laughs) I guess, but, yeah. So, you know, I guess VHS is is still a thing, but I just... Can't even know. I don't even know how you put a value on that shit. I really don't. And that the judge was like, "Hmm, yes, I think I agree with this." <laughs> no, the fuck, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Hey, so uh, real quick, and we got a little bit of time left, but uh, something big happened here in California mm. that oh, the uh, LA, the LA County District Attorney is being uh, criticized for. Um, and it happened down here in San Diego at Donovan State Penitentiary was the release of the Robert Kennedy assassin. Oh,
1: Sirhan yes, Sir Sirhan. Han. That's right. Because yes. those two Kennedy sons were advocating to get him out, that he was remorseful.
0: Yeah, yeah he, uh, I guess nobody showed up from the LA County District Attorney's Office who normally would show up to uh, be against the parole. Nobody showed up. So they the parole board went ahead and they they released I think this was his sixteenth or seventeenth parole hearing
1: since then, and doesn't he still claim that he has no recollection of of, doing it? of ever doing it or anything? That was one of the things I think that they were saying that he's you know he they want to judge him on who the person he is today, and, you know. That he still feels that he hasn't done anything, he doesn't remember. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Who's
2: this? What? What
1: they do? He Sirhan was Sirhan. the one who murdered uh, JFK. No, he. he was or, I'm sorry, Robert Kennedy. Robert, Robert Kennedy. Th- sorry about that. Yeah. He, well, you sh- know, I he think assassinated
0: J- Robert Kennedy. Yes. Shot him in the head. I think it was JFK. like at a campaign uh, thing, whatever, and he shot him and killed him. And they, they caught him They arrested him And He's been locked up And he's been de- Been denied parole All these years And now all of a sudden Out of the blue He comes up for parole And,
1: and he's, he's released. released The free man What?
0: Mm-hmm It's crazy
1: I don't man, I think like I don't know Like what if He's all these years has been saying that he doesn't remember any of it. He's 77. He looks like he's in decent shape. He doesn't look all fucked up. I mean, in his like little pictures, not little pictures, but in the pictures of him coming out in 77, you know, if he's been working out in there, he's probably in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look wrinkly or anything, you know? But I mean, can you imagine (laughs) if he... I mean, I wasn't expecting him to like be a fucking prune or anything, but you know, like he looks... Younger than his seventy-seven years. If you were to think about that number and prison you know being, picture someone, good to him? It, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, whoa! But what if he's like just healthy enough, and then he just comes out and does something else, kind of whack? That's what I'm saying. that's the that's the crazy. What if he's part, like, right? yes, yes, I'm okay, and then in the back of his mind, he's just like, I like, know this who is exactly who what I've been waiting comes for. Comes out and says, I know who killed John. Right, I'm gonna go kill the rest of the Kennedys. Yeah. Sorry, Kennedys. I didn't mean to put that out there, but what if, what if, you know, what if he really did? I mean, and he's just been saying that he's been betrayed by, you know, the legal system and that he just took this pain or whatever. But, you know, now that he's been going to all those classes and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, just goes to show you where we're at, where somebody like Sirhan Sirhan who can assassinate a, uh, I think he was a congressman at the time congressman yeah uh kennedy yeah um does time and he's out on parole so there's guys out there there's hope for you <laughs> there's hope for I you i guess you know? oh,
2: shit <laughs>
1: You know, right? There's just guys like, out there right now going, shit, go take a couple classes. Go take some classes. And, you know, maybe people will be empathetic on how you are today. So, you know.
2: Hey, just never fold, man. Stick to your, stick to your guns. I didn't do it. Yep. I ain't not do it. I ain't do it. wasn't me. I remember. It wasn't me. But, wasn't me. but I me.
1: saw you.
2: No, nope, wasn't, wasn't me. me. me.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. It, I, oh, man. oh, man. That's pretty sketch to me. All right. With that being
2: said, man, we're going to shoot out of here. Um, till the next one, maybe Vinci will be here. And, yeah, once again, you're on the par bar with Island City, where the beach <laughs> makes the <his> streets. That's the <laughs> so latest. This is Island City Radio.